You got to help me understand something. All right, I'm ready. I don't understand the FedEx playoffs in golf. Uh, what I mean by that is you could have finished last yesterday but still advance. Yes, your, your points that you've compiled during the year yeah. carry over. And uh, But then we, uh, we get actually tremendous bonus points for uh, for what you do in this tournament but yeah i mean who's number john rahm hasn't he didn't play right he played he played well he's still number one and he hasn't done well for he what, didn't two, do well weeks. and he didn't do well in this saint jude no, championship but i was wrong with you yes last week i said i was it's 70 50 and then 30 okay so they the top Fifty, but I looked up the top fifty points, and you're you're right. There's a lot of guys just in there because of, uh, of their you know, season what they did performance. during the season performance. Yeah, and now you know that the season in the last several years has gone back to the fall. Mm-hmm. Now that's off the starting this year. They got the fall thing as a special five or six tournaments that sort of make you eligible for the next year but the the uh, 2024 season does not start until the tournament of whatever we call the tournament of champions in hawaii now so lucas glover if we have it in hawaii by the way yeah. since uh, maui's had a little difficulty so lucas glover could finish 45th next weekend at the bmw yeah, but fine. still remain yes. alive yes and he's probably uh where's he in points now about fourth or fifth he's about like fifth that. place yes uh and, and what they do now so people got very confused when the guy who did not win the tournament won won the uh won the fedex cup right i remember billy horschel was uh you know uh, won the. Uh, I mean, they didn't. You you did not win the Phoenix Cup just because you won the last event, right? So okay. they started to change that three four years, and you know now they have the the stroke adjustment, right? You're you start off if you're the number one player, you start off the tournament ten strokes ahead of the last guy, right? And then there's eight, seven, six, five. So so then they can just put on the scoreboard. How much you're under par for four days, and uh, it's it's obviously very difficult if you're giving John Rom ten strokes, uh, and you're you know. You're yeah, here's what I would say about that. Or something. Uh, I think the PGA and FedEx have done a poor job of making this easily understandable yes, to have. the golf fan. And uh, as you were watching, I watched some of it yesterday, not a lot. I watched it but, all for the playoff. They, but it's a lot. it becomes a lot of gobbledygook. Uh, how did they get done, by the way? It was dark, wasn't it? No, no, they finished by 7.30, I think, Memphis time. Memphis time, which yeah. is our time. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but... Memphis got to get dark a little earlier than right, us. Right, but they did. They and, did it, and I think okay. Glover is one of the great sports stories of the last oh, sure, five years, especially because of Mrs. Glover. Yeah. Is Memphis they ain't getting an old bleeping time machine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it is. He was he was playing, and they're, they're crediting to a change of his putter. Yep, he got he the was, tall putter. He now. got he's gone to the tall putter, and he started making putts, and then they said, 
and the rest of his game just got great. It's incredible. He's won two tournaments in a row. And you said he was his lowest was 120 I think something. He, I think before he won uh, uh, the Wyndham, he was 172nd. Yeah. Wow. In FedEx points. So that's he didn't a, have any points. So, but winning just winning one did get him into the top 70. Yeah. Yeah, then he won. Yeah, then then, uh, then won winning this, this one, he's yes. now f- number five. <laughs> yes. Well, it's it is complicated. Yes, it is. Can you can you not play in the BMW and still remain alive? Yeah. I mean, for example, could Rom say, "I'm not going to play not, next yeah, week"? Yeah, he'd still be in. I'll be damned. Yeah. I they've, think. Again, they've done a poor job of making that so the fan has some invested yeah. interest in yeah. this. Yeah, but now they got Rom and these guys playing for the. The extra strokes that they get mm-hmm. when they get to Eastlake. All right. Uh, you know, Eastlake was a lot more fun, too, when they played it in the autumn. Yeah. You know, they yeah. played it in the autumn, and yeah. it was the leaves were changing down there in Atlanta, and the temperature was 60 degrees. Right. Now they're going to go down there in two weeks and sweat their rear end off just like, like they, they did, did in this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And Olympia Fields this week, which is... You know, for the Chicago, the BMW. But I do like the fact that they they uh, that the first the first uh, part of the playoffs is seventy players instead of one hundred and twenty five. They might go up a little next year and, and make it seventy five or something. So who I doesn't think, advance to the BMW? The uh, twenty guys that finished fifty one fifty one through seventy yesterday. The twenty, the, the, if you but among the, top, the people who finish fifty-one through seventy, might be somebody that still has enough points. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Well, you probably, if you're, if you're, uh, well, if you're cheap-ass paper, print every score, but they don't. They cut well, it off at about twenty players. How, how about your paper? How they got you? every score. Did they? Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, we don't. Uh, uh-huh. We don't. <laughs> so you got that going for yeah, you. That's what we got going. Uh, well, may I may I ask a dumb question in regards to this? How is this helping to attract the fringe golf fan? Because I not. A, that's what I'm going to guess is that it's it's not bringing in the. They just wanted to make it less confusing. But they've done for the people opposite. in the final week. Well, not really. If you're paying any attention, it's uh, you you know you. You carry, you know, you can't say all season, uh, these are the FedEx standings, and then not have those count the first two weeks of the playoffs. Okay. You know? So if you, you know, if you win five tournaments during the year, three tournaments, you should get to go to but Eastlake. Let me ask, right? okay, follow up then. Did they steal this from NASCAR or did NASCAR steal this from golf? I don't even why is NASCAR know. working a similar well, way? Well, it's it's almost it sounds like it's the the very similar. NASCAR decided they had to have a playoff. Yeah, because NASCAR here was NASCAR's problem. They'd go into the last race of the season, and you know Jeff Gordon could be in a if he didn't crash, mm-hmm. he'd already won. You mm-hmm. know if he if he finished, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't win. So they wanted to have that some too. intrigue. But okay. uh, so yeah, it's all. Creating playoffs out of nothing, but uh, you spent um, your weekend breaking down town ball. Oh man, I uh, I wrote that was a long piece. That was twenty four hundred words. Yep, and I submitted it, and I called them back and said, "Yeah, I can go get you ten inches if you want it." And they basically just decided to slap the whole thing in there, mm-hmm. and uh, not a lot of art and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of things that I didn't actually get in. I could have written even more, but uh, 
I had to get that last story in, uh, Jack Aiken, uh, the, the baseball bat, where he breaks into the beer and mm-hmm. then... <laughs> And then tells them that tells the guy, hey, my, I hit that ball so hard I got dented. Can you give me a new bat? <laughs> and you might need a new fridge door. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what year does this go back to? Oh, him. He, he was there in the eighties. But no, uh, the town ball. Concept. Well, the state the state amateur tournament goes back to nineteen twenty four. Nineteen twenty four. Hundred years. But what even, used to what be. even <laughs> before that, in the eighteen eighties, some yeah. of these towns were playing. But in in 1950, after the war, yeah, Boom. there were 799 town ball teams. Wow! They were playing in. I had some guy send me a, a, a text on some of the teams his dad was playing against in the 1950s up by Bemidji. These towns don't even it's, it's they don't exist. They're a you know, a grain elevator at best, and up there they don't have grain elevators. But now a town ball team could have players not from that town. Is yes, that correct? Yeah, they yeah. now are up to a 30-mile radius, right? Oh, yep. it is. Not radius. all leagues are, though. Some leagues can have a tighter rule. And there's different rules, too, Joe, where the, the, the principal rule is, for instance, a lot of kids signed their first contract out of yes. high school. So I signed my first contract when I was still living at my parents' house in Faribault. You get paid to be on a town ball team? You, do, you don't. No, what's no. the contract? Well, not anymore. Used to, you 19, used to, but not 1940, anymore. 1940, <laughs> into the 50s, you did, yeah. But so, insta- so for instance, once I sign my initial contract, I can move wherever I want. But you can play for Fairball. But I can still... But What's the you... purest town ball teams left? The purest one, meaning everyone's not 30 miles away. They're right there. Oh, there's quite a few. There's quite a few, sure. yeah. I'm quite a few. But, but there's also rules now where there's called a heritage rule. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if someone's outside of that radius, for instance, like my kids, when they get old enough... They're thirty more than thirty miles away, but because I'm tied to the Fairable program, yes. my kids could go play for them, what which they is call a cool that rule. In college admissions. But I'll give you this: and I had this example in the piece. But Aaron Erickson was extremely well established as a Dundas Duke, mm-hmm. and he was a smart guy with a good job with Wells Fargo, mm-hmm. and they moved him to L.A. Mm-hmm. and he would fly in on the red eye on Thursday nights. And wow. fly back out on Sundays, and he was the MVP of the 1999 uh, tournament playing third for the Dukes. And he, it, I met him. He's not a dweeby guy. He was a regular human being, but he it was important enough to him to buy that red-eye ticket and fly back wow. out. And as I was reading that, I recall— Legacy. You're a le- your kids would be legacy. Well, no, legacy. He, he had but he had there. already played he for the Dukes. He played there, and, and so he was not trying to jump. Oh. It's when you're trying to jump to another ca- club, like my guy Joe Driscoll did on occasion. Yeah. You know, uh, where Joe were you living? And he, he was point a, to the phone. <laughs> he right was there. a Lasur guy <laughs> who then played for the Prior Lake Jays, who— Herb Isaacson put together, and they basically said, "We have no real reason, but we're throwing you out of the turn. We're throwing you out. We're banning you because you're basically the Gophers, an all-star team." Right. So they banned them, and then Joe went to Arlington when they had that dynasty there, and then he was ended up in Red Wing. So Joe, and, the guy Pat's talking about that would take the red eye. The summer of 99, uh, we were still using aluminum bats then. Yeah. And that young man happened to hit one off me that cleared the river 
and may have hit one of the bars in downtown Dundas. Yeah, That's how really. far he hit that ball. Wow. He was Lou a good ball player. Big Lou hit a few. He there was too, a good ball so. player. Yeah. And hey, Dundas and Meadsville, both down two to one. Yep. Came back against your DRS teams. Yes, and, they uh, did. Both of them made it. This thing runs tournament. a month, doesn't it? Three weeks. Yeah. They have uh, four sites now, but. Joe, the Delano, I was at the Delano Ballpark Wednesday, I guess I drove out there. Man, is that magnificent. It's a great ballpark. It's, I mean, they just, they're good. They're working on it constantly to get it ready for this tournament. Although and, your guy over here, Patrick, he's very disappointed Faribault's not hosting it again this summer. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so you could, Is this bleeping thing over yet? Well, I mean, last year was ridiculous you even worked here. I mean, <laughs> what, what, you what know was what the point was the, of you being here? You know what the least surprising thing for me to was to go out to see the guy working on the field? And he was a schlepper. Right. <laughs> we wouldn't have town team ball nope. if we didn't have schleppers. Right. All well, you got to explain that because it's, it's a family it's name. It's a somebody named Schlepper. Stearns County. Stearns County. And then they spread out to Shakopee and St. Cloud. And then now Delano's had a... He's been there 35 years. They've created a few schleppers. There's three schleppers in the starting lineup for Shakopee as they advance. We got and the schlepper guys up in uh, the 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 great ballpark in this little non-town farming. The Schlepper brothers, because they got the the schleppers came up with the money and mm-hmm. named it in honor of their six. Six uncles who uh, and an Elmer and uh, those guys. So there's a lot of schleppers. Okay. A lot of schleppers. And this Don, is I'm telling. I've been telling you this for years. This is straight out of GL. It really is. It's str- I run into a listener almost every time we play a game. Yes. Well, you know, I think the one thing might have changed in the uh, history of uh, of the uh, town to ball is the poli- the political bent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eugene McCarthy played baseball for Watkins, and Watkins is right up there next to Stearns County, but not in Stearns County. But Eugene used to get about eighty percent of the vote when he ran in the you know in the, he got reelected to the Senate twice, and then he was a representative for six years too. And uh, that doesn't happen anymore. A, a DFLer doesn't get eighty percent of the vote in Sturge County. He get about he gets about twelve, <laughs> not County St. Cloud. So anyway, that's changed a little. And I, your twins. Well, uh, well, hold on. One one final thing though on that. We had a guy Joe that was on the state amateur baseball board and decided to run for politics because the board was too political. Oh, yeah. Your guy Krieger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "Too political. I'm running for office." Yeah, well, that's what I always <laughs> tell him. That's what I always tell him. Anyway, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Oh, Dick Putts from St. Cloud. I saw him drink 500 three two beers. I was a friend of his up there, but he became the head of the board. He was insane. He hated success. Anybody that was succeeding, they tried to break him up. It was Putsy was nuts. But anyway, that's enough down ball. We're going to have a podcast Wednesday. Wednesday we're going to do one. Yes, sir. Well, you are. Patrick and I are going to. Yes. Yes. Who's our other? uh, uh, Jeremy Stender from KGLB. He covers town ball like a blanket. Are any of those town ball games covered by radio stations? Well, the KGLB crew, they cover a lot of the Crow Crow Wing County. If you want to pay the tariff, you can watch them on TV now. uh, Really? For uh, whatever the YouTube. It's not much. Yeah. Whatever the YouTube thing is or something. I don't know. 
I don't know. Anyway, it was. Yeah. Who's the town that has the cheese curds? Oh, you're thinking of Cologne, oh, the Hollanders. Cologne. Did they? They didn't make it. They did not make the it. The Hollanders no. didn't make it. They did it. not make it. There's a lot of talk that uh, our guy. He's got. He's more worried about the food truck than he is the Hollanders. Might now. be. Might yeah, be. we might. He, he, his his cheese curds made so famous. He got a. And he got little, distracted. A little Reuben thing. One of the members of the Mueller family, Todd Mueller, did the great coffee table book on the. Oh on yes. The oh, true. Yeah. That's right. Yes, he did. Mueller's got it and. Yeah. Uh, Bookie Larson, I talked to Bookie. Bookie, Bookie can Bookie and the other guy Armin Peterson went to the Historical Society and found box scores from like 1882 out of uh, town weekly wow. newspapers and stuff. So, yeah, Bookie's Bookie's spend a little more time on that than I'd want to uh, research it. But anyway. <laughs> All right. What do you want to ask me about the Twins? Well, Philly must be a good baseball town. They really draw. Well, they were in the World Series. Well, then they're they're, they're going to be a, a wild card now. team this year, yeah, probably. They should be. But here's the deal: in the last two and a half weeks, mm -hmm. the American League Central gets bad mouthed all over the country. Right. <laughs> That's right. Our Principally are, by you. Our boys are one and six against the AL Central and seven and two against everybody else. Yep. So maybe it's a tough league. Maybe the AL Central is a meat grinder. Tough division. You know, <laughs> tough division. Even though I did look at the wild card stands standings yesterday, and our opponents are 11, 12, 13, and 14, and then ah. Oakland's 15. But the, the rest of the Central has her pretty well locked up, the bottom five there. So how they have how they managed to lose to, uh, uh, you know, three out of four to Detroit and get swept by Kansas City I, and then play good against the other teams, I have I like saw it. a poll question, and, most, and it was, you know, hey, Twins fans, would you want to see? And one of the options, and I don't remember which one, the percentage won, but it was, would you want to see Twins win the division with losing record? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Oakland wanna... pitcher who made a great fielding play and then didn't oh, do the, anything the, with the ball? The kid, yeah, he tried to walk it to first. He, he forgot to get the guy out. I, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. They were playing Washington. He snaps up a ground ball, and he kind of saunters to first as the player, to his credit, hustling. The Washington player's speeding down the line. The Oakland guy's got it in his glove. The first baseman's waiting for a toss. The guy just keeps walking. That would be Oakland A's right-hander, Louis Medina. Well, well, he's an idiot. Yes. Yeah, well, things happen. Things happen. Well, have you ever uh, seen that before? Uh, I never have. Generally speaking, not in the big leagues. I've probably seen it watching 10-year-old baseball. Well, yeah, you uh, see it in the youth games. Yes, yes. So uh, the big story in baseball right now is, though, the Tampa Bay Rays, who were the story of baseball for the two months, they've been struggling. But one smart thing they did was sign Wander Franco to an 11-year contract when he was a kid. Uh, Wander just got put on the uh, restricted list. He was apparently romancing a 14-year-old. I think they let him go completely, didn't they? They did. Did they? I don't. They. I saw restricted list, or did they now release him? I thought he was released. You can double check I'll, that. I'll, I'm on it right now. I don't know. I thought it was a restricted list. A 14 year old. That's a little young. Yeah, and he's got a wife and two kids. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That's a so problem. That's that's not mm -hmm. going to work out for him. Is he Dominican? He is a. Uh, I'm not sure. Mm. I'm not sure if he's Dominican or Venezuelan, but. Uh, 
His name's Wander. Yeah, great player. Hell of a shortstop. I don't know. Has he, has he been charged with anything? That's what I'm looking right now to see if there is an update. I don't think he's been, you know. He uh, he allowed this 14-year-old to send pictures out on uh, social media, however, right? Ooh. Was that not something that happened? So. Well, according to the Chicago Tribune, this is the latest headline I'm seeing. This is from three minutes ago. Wander Franco and the Rays mutually agree that he will go on the restricted list while MLB looks into social media posts involving the shortstop. He did not accompany the Rays to San Francisco for Monday's yeah. start of a six-game six yeah. road yeah, trip. And uh, he's with the 14-year-old girl. We don't know what took place, but mm. it's probably not good for his uh, A, they probably can get out of the contract, and B, the wife's probably not happy either. I would right? think, I would think yeah. that might yeah. be in trouble. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of those guys get married young, though, because of uh, the uh, hardcore Catholic mothers of the girls mm. that they don't want, you know, the famously... Uh, they always talked about Zoilo, you know, when he got here, it was supposedly 2021, 20, he already had a couple of kids. And when Zoilo went on a date with this girl, yeah. mom sat in the back seat. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, uh, they, they didn't trust, uh, you know, they were hardcore Catholics down yeah. there then in Cuba. So yeah. well, anyway, and uh, uh, what, what else <laughs> we got? What do we know about the... Uh, uh, our Vikings are going to have what? Uh, How much of that tilt did you see the other night? No, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't see didn't any. see any, but that was way back Thursday, though. Thursday right? night, yes. And now we got the controlled scrimmages, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing tonight? Let's, let's review this. Well. In Chad Aston. What are we doing? Oh. Are we just having a normal show? Little, Yeah, a little uh, theater-style uh, garage. We've done a couple of these. Okay. Uh, where we entertain the masses. I, we're okay. going to have a wireless mic to roam the crowd, so oh, okay. the guy running the wireless mic might, might come find you mm-hmm. for a question for the uh, the crew. I already said on Twitter, free snubs, especially for trumpeters. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be some there. Oh, yeah. yeah. There will be some. There'll be a few. And anyway. uh, don't you dare leave till we uh, touch base with you. You know, we, oh, no, I'm not, you like I, to be part I'm not of the, the kind of guy that sneaks out. They want us to start it at 7.30. I got news for seven, it. Seven. I'm right? starting it earlier than that. Yeah, I saw on the schedule yeah. it said seven. Oh, seven. I'll go seven, but I'm not waiting until 7.30. No, no. You eat at 5.30. It doesn't key. take long to here's eat. Here's the key. Yeah. If it says eat on 5.30, yep. sit down and start serving the food. That's <laughs> right? it. Yeah. Eat. Because it always ends up being late. That's right. You know, if you're no. not there at 5.30... There's going to be a meal at your chair, and you're going to, you know, if it gets cold, the hell with you. Let's go. Well, plus, do we eat? Do we order off a menu, do you think? Hell no. Well, I'm hell just... Hell no. Just I think it's more uh, wedding style. You know, you're served what you're served. Why didn't you just <laughs> kind of go for the cold cuts or something like that? Cold cuts? Yeah, who wants what the chicken? Hell? Cold cuts? Who wants some... I'm, I'm with you. What's that? Finger food. Yes, yes, finger food. Yeah. That's right. Whores devours. Whores devours. That's right. That's what we should add. We should add whores devours. Plate of whores devours. Sloppy Joes. That's Ooh, what we should God, have done. I love Sloppy Joes. I do love Sloppy Joes. We have them all the time. Oh, you can't beat really? a good Sloppy How's Joe. Uh, Jennifer make the good oh, ones. Oh, yeah. 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 They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
The, the, the uh, bride made them the other day. They weren't bad. Yeah. All right. Do we already run out of topics? No, I hope you're. Uh, <laughs> I hope yeah, your bride's. I you hope was... your bride's attending. Today. Yeah, she's supposed to, but. Well, it's. Uh oh. I got her to go to the vet thing last night, and she. Uh, oh, I should bring that up. Uh, yeah. The Saint of Second Chances. It's a documentary. It's going to appear on Netflix starting September nineteenth. It's pretty good. Uh, they uh, ninety three minutes. The disco demolition stuff is hilarious. Is this a documentary of who? Uh, mostly Mike, but some Bill too. Yeah, some Vec, the Vec family. The Vec family. And then the last twenty minutes, pretty well, are devoted to. Uh, his daughter Rebecca, who right. ended up with uh, going blind and right. then having that Batten's disease and right. died a couple three years ago, and uh, Katie was not aware of the Rebecca situation. She got very emotional watching that. Does Bill so, Murray play a role in it? Ah, uh, very little, very little. He gets about thirty seconds. Oh, that's the only awful. thing they missed. I mean, you 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 can't. You know, you, documentaries can't be comprehensive. I'll say last for months. But uh, they did not give, they just in passing mentioned the new ballpark. Mm -hmm. And to me, Vec performed two miracles here. Mm -hmm. One, getting people interested in the Saints originally, mm -hmm. but getting the state and the city to basically finance this wonderful ballpark down in Lower Town. When he first brought it up, we thought he was nuts. Right. And he and they pulled it off somewhere. Now, I think giving away all the money to the uh, to the Vikings helped you know, give St. Paul a, right. another little something. But uh, that's you know, I think the team only put fifteen million into the deal. Oh, is that something. right? Yeah, and it's, wow. it's worth sixty five million. It's a nice million. part. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's fantastic. But nobody, the idea that the Twins would ever be their triple that they'd ever be that that was not that right. was not on the table. Nobody ever mentioned it. You were building this thing for a independent team, right. you know, playing in a northern league with a bunch of guys. Off the, the was street. there genuine hostility between the two when no, that when the I Saints first came to town? I think that the Twins kind of well, luckily for them, you know, the Twins were coming off winning a World Series and then being very good the next year. Right, but they went in the tank. Well. The Saints came to town. But the Saints' whole marketing ploy was outdoor baseball, yeah, come outdoor have baseball. fun, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose. I, I don't think they felt like it hurt them much. But okay. What hurt them was being bad. Sure, <laughs> sure. Know? So I, Andy, I guess, had a couple of quotes, but there was nobody who took more cheap shots at him than me. <laughs> I, I won the prize. I mean, I, I would be, uh, you know, it would. Uh, Beck and I have become... Friendly in the last ten or twelve years, but uh, well, hell, he'd come in studio once a year to be yeah, with you. He used to, uh, you know, I I took some shots at the silliness of it all instead of just you know writing about the guy off the street they had playing ball. But uh, anyway, that was uh, you know. I it, saw the little good. tribute to Strawberry that they put together. Yeah. I think I saw that on Twitter. I didn't realize he only played. 29, 29 games. games. Yes, but in 29 games, he had 18 home runs, <laughs> had 39 RBIs, and got a, and walked about 35 or 40 times. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I knew the run was short. I didn't realize it was that short. He was too good for the league. Yeah. But my friend Tommy Keegan was the baseball columnist for the New York Post. And his, you know, straw the man 
mm-hmm. and Gooden were huge with the tabloids. Mm-hmm. When they were great and when they were on having cocaine problems. Right. They didn't care, either one. And his buddy, his boss, told him, Go to New York, go to St. Paul, and make George sign Strawberry because <laughs> they wanted him for the back page. Mm-hmm. So Keegan came out and then just glorified Strawberry. They came back home, not good enough, get back out there. And Keegan ended up, and the Post, the Post had as much to do with getting him back in New York as uh, one day he wrote something and it about Strawberry and the post, not on the back page, on the front page, had a picture of him in the Saints uniform. It says, sign him, George. <laughs> that was the headline. So, and he did. And Keegan was uh, Keegan was the guy who was doing that, who was a perfect post guy because he'd, he'd stir up crap in a minute. So anyway, that's... You know how to get to the Chan Hassan? <laughs> no, like the girl with the telephone does. That's theory. That's yeah. The girl, the greatest invention in years, you know, is the girl on the telephone. See, but you, you don't have much choice. You got to get on ninety four and four ninety four. Uh, four ninety four. Yes, you got to get on four ninety four and make, yes. make your way over to uh, two five. To uh, what? Two twelve, right? 212. Highway five. Five. You Highway take five, five, and then you take a right on Market. Can't okay. miss it. No, but I never get I've on never 212. No. I never get on 212. Well, 212 and 5 are combined but when you exit, five. but stay on 5. Well, nah, because then you end up stopping all the time. There's you can Just trust of, me, stay on Highway 5. Nah, too no, many no, stops. I got two conflicting things here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got to stay on 5. Yeah, don't don't listen to the guy that had that as a daily commute for about a decade yeah, to this he, building. He goes that way. Mm-hmm. Did. I yeah. used to live in Chanhassen. Now I have well, no idea where, what you, where you are. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, I've you'll never been it. there. Never been. You've there. never I, been. Never been there. Oh, she's, you'll like she's it. She's telling me we were there once. I don't remember. Nah, I don't think so. What, what would get me to go there? By right, I don't get. I don't. You know what I don't. I don't do? think so. You know what I don't do? What? Community theater. Yeah, I don't do community. Theater. Do you do? Is it? Know. Should we add it to your list? You yeah, think? No, I don't dislike oh, it. Wait, I don't. He, dislike he doesn't. It. It's not a dislike. Cricket, no, but somebody else. Uh, they wanted crickets. Crickets. I'm not ripping crickets. You got to explain. You can't just start talking I'm, about it. You have to I'm explain the, yeah, what I, crickets. I texted about. I mean, tweeted, I read tweeted about. You were confused the by the yeah. deal. Shut up! I mean, I don't bother <laughs> me, but, but I got the screen open. It's ten thirty at night. It's going on the I'm list, watching, and they're just, you know, what? How can you do that? How, how can you not stop? Because you hey. know, you know what? Uh, the other thing is, yeah, you hear millions of them, but you don't see them during. Well, how about this? I can't you don't see, see them. How about this? Certain plants, I I have to water. That's yeah. part of my job. Yeah, you see, and they're in there. Okay. And if I get right up to them and I go, hey, they stop. Really? They stop. If okay. you if they sense that you're right there, okay. they stop. Then well, I walk they away, go? they'll start again. Where are they all day? Uh, I think Sleeping. they go to like Lake Calhoun. Or, <laughs> I don't know what the hell Lake Harriet. I mean, no, they... here we go. Here we go. August 12th. And this was, uh, I only saw it because of Chris Long, yeah, Channel yeah. 5 Sports. Don't you love it as white noise for sleeping? Yeah, but sometimes it's... Who said uh, this might be a Patrick all-timer. But Patrick issued the following on August 12th, which would don't be two days ago. Don't put in the profanities. 
With what with the crickets when it gets dark outside? Why don't they ever shut the hell up? And what are those little bastards do in Alaska at this time of the year when there's only about a half hour to raise a rocket? I just don't get what their whole deal is. I don't. I don't. Maybe they don't have crickets in Alaska. No ambition. Right. See if they got crickets in Alaska. I'm on it. Here we go. Yeah, I, I had a guy I responded says. He was in Antarctica this summer. Never heard of cricket. Oh, I bet you. Yeah. I bet you that might have something to do with it. Yeah, might be. Uh, the cricket family called Grilla. We don't need that. Do has crickets in, in Alaska. It, it, it explains why, Joe. The cricket family, known as Grilladale, has a worldwide distribution that spreads north to lower Alaska and south to the end of South America. I'll be damned. In many cultures, crickets are a sign of good luck. And these creatures are often featured prominently in folklore and literature. Well, don't you eat them, too? Aren't they a delicacy? That's what Zimmern's a big cricket guy. You can eat crickets. Of course, one of our greatest lines ever, cricket balls. Cricket balls. How big could they be? be? (laughs) (laughs) That was only 40 years ago or something. All right. So we've got crickets in Alaska. We got that All right. solved. All right. But only southern Alaska. Say, you've been to this town, I would imagine, in Maui, Lanai. Lahaina. Lahaina. Lahaina, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have, have. It's kind of a, it was kind of a funky tourist town yeah. with a bunch of stuff. But I was talking to Jim about it, and he said, it's been, you know, Ma, uh, Oahu's fine, the rest of some of it. But the Big Island and Maui have been, you know, kind of in a drought. And he said, the wind starts blowing 50 miles an hour because this hurricane's 800 miles away, but it, yeah. with the trade winds. And he said the idiots didn't make any preparations. So I kept wondering, why don't you get a fire hose ready? Yeah, they didn't, you know, get a helicopter to drop water or something because you, you got the wind howling and uh, they, they never got any, they didn't prepare at all. So he was, you know, all of a sudden, what are the dead now, 55? Old no, no, 90, yeah. 92, I believe. Yeah. Well, a lot of people living up there in the shacks probably. But there is... In Maui, there's a a, a a valley, this huge valley with these mountains. It's supposed to be the rainiest place on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, 400 inches a year or something. But this is separated from that. Yes. By, yeah. Uh, the other place, we stayed once in Kahei, too, which is right around the corner from Lahani. And, uh, Lahani you can't Lahani. drive from the big island to Maui. Oh, God, no. Oh, yeah. These, islands are, fly. Further, these islands are further apart than people think. Yeah. You know, it's not like the same weather as, yeah. you don't get the same weather in Oahu as you get in Maui. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good I knew you couldn't drive. There's also a banyan tree there. Famous. It's like 600 years old or something, and I don't think that made it. How about the church that didn't get touched? Oh, yeah, that's supposed to be some mystical message. Well, what's the deal? I don't know. Everything around it's burned to the crisp. All right, well, you want to believe that? Go ahead. Well, I didn't say I'm believing anything. (laughs) I'm saying don't you find that interesting? Yeah, I guess... (laughs) I guess, I guess some people. I guess I can't get you stirred up about that. Can I? Can I um, ask you a a Twitter question? Complete left turn because I don't want to get us in more trouble. Um, What What qualifies Patrick? You or inspires you to? I better put this on Twitter, and there's a reason I'm asking. Because they were annoying me. No, 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 not not crickets. And I'm just saying a general thought or topic. Is it? 
Is this okay. going to provide agitation, or is this going to amuse yeah, me? I would say agitation is uh, chief one. among them. Number, okay, number one, yeah. Because Joe, I don't know if you saw this one from our guy, but this one made me LOL on Saturday because I saw it shortly after he posted it. Mm-hmm. On day after hail, there are two options when unknown caller rings twelve times: let it ring or answer by saying. I don't want a free roof inspection and end call. Don't tell me just block them because I've been blocking three to four daily for a month and some bleep heads keep calling back. They were in our neighborhood. Oh, God. Well, they're calling me just left and right, and you can't. They change the numbers. It's the same jackasses all the time. And a a nice-looking young man in a uniform came up was walking down the street after the hail day, and I said out, no! I said, no! My roof is fine! Fine. I got got an expensive roof. I spent 18 grand for it about four years ago, and I got a 50-year guarantee. Really? That baby's good until I'm 126. And hail can't hurt it. I don't need any. Nothing. No, it's like bricks I got up there. (laughs) And I don't need... Stop calling me. bricks would be a good roof. Stop calling and asking. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, they won't stop. They will not stop. I'll see you tonight. All right. That was it. When was the last time you heard from your insurance agent? You probably had to call them, right? It's because they don't have any options for you. They only represent one company. They have nothing to call you about. The Canopy Group represents 16 companies, not one. Paul Borchert and Jeff McDonald have an amazing team of 40 pros who work tirelessly to study the insurance marketplace and match you with the best company at the best price. That's why you'll hear from the Canopy Group year in and year out. They have more to offer. The Canopy Group's process not only matches the coverage you need, but they'll also save you a small fortune over time. 83% of Score North listeners like you who inquired with the Canopy Group received better insurance coverage and saved over $800 their first year on home and auto insurance. They will continue to save you money too. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are are seen in returns. Yep, that is more common than you would like to think in the investment business. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involved risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.